What happens when doubt starts to creep in? When you question whether or not you can do it? When you start to poke holes in the possibilities you were once so on fire about? Can you still lead with doubt? Can you still be an effective and strong leader when you too have questions about your belief, right? Or questions about what you're navigating and your belief is shaken. So I'm going to share with you what it has felt like to lead with doubt because I've done it and how to navigate the rockiness of leadership when you feel like you should have it all together. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it, too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. I can't speak for every other leader out there, but I have not fully once and for all overcome doubt. It's not something that I was like, oh, finally, when I hit this metric or when I finally did this or got to this level, or studied this much leadership, I overcame it. I haven't achieved a level of leadership or success and then become immune to shaken belief or struggle. It's like that new level, new devil concept. And to be honest, after 10 years of mentoring very high achieving entrepreneurs, anyone that tries to tell you that they have overcome it once and for all is likely bluffing or living in their comfort zone and they're attempting to keep their ego intact, or maybe they're a robot, I don't know. But when those waves of doubt arise, can you still, in good conscience, lead? Should you lead? Shouldn't you have it all together before you step into a leadership role? Shouldn't you be inspired and confident and clear to lead? Or is it out of honesty or integrity if you're you're showing up to lead, but you're shaken at the core? Although those things are great to have, right? Confidence and clarity. And they can be developed in leadership. I would argue no. You don't have to have every box checked to lead. You don't have to pause leadership and figure everything out and then come back to it. In fact, true leadership, luminary leadership as we define it, is navigating those choppy waters while still showing up to lead. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Are you resilient enough? Are you committed enough to leadership to show up in the storm? That's when people need a leader the most. And just because you're a leader doesn't mean you have to know the outcome of the storm or know exactly how you're going to navigate through it, but you're confident that you will. You know you'll keep showing up and keep trying. You know you'll do your best to keep your people safe, right? To guide them ahead. So we recently had Camp Luminary. It was a camp for entrepreneurial families and the leaders they're raising, and it was one of the most powerful events that we've ever hosted. But 
It was one of the toughest things we've ever done in business. So we were carving out a new market, the entrepreneurial family. It's not exactly something that you hear about every day. It was a brand new audience we're marketing to. We're leading with our values first, which can be a good thing, but it also can feel really vulnerable at times. We're planning this event that's basically like an expensive, intricate wedding without a guarantee of guests showing up, right? We're taking risks. We're putting money up front before anyone's purchased. We're navigating the logistics, which makes us realize, oh crap, we need to hire a lot more teams. So we're hiring and training at the same time. This is all happening while us dodo birds also planned two launches and two other in-person events. (laughs) So this is all in like a three-month span. And we went in with this really strong vision and a ton of excitement because we knew the work we were doing was going to impact. But it's easy to have that part, the excitement about what you're producing. But what happens when you're in the weeds of the reality of it, right? Like we came up with this vision and then we had to get to work. It's hard to keep that excitement up when you're writing a, you know, multiple $25,000 checks without knowing if you're going to recoup the cost. It's hard to jump into a new space when that's not really where you have your chops. I'm known for business and leadership, not entrepreneurial and family leadership. Like this is a new category that I'm breaking into. This isn't where I I have been published or I'm, you know, known. And we were pitching this to media outlets and they were rejecting us. They're like, no, we're not interested. So then I'm like questioning, oh my God, is this even something we should be doing? If no one wants to even cover the story, So my foundation was starting to quake, but we had work to do, right? We had tickets to sell and a program to market and speeches to write and menus to prep and team to lead. And I had straight up doubt, but I couldn't pause my commitment to lead or I could, but it would not yield the result that we ended up having. So how do you do both? How do you have your foundation so rocked? and you have pressure and stress, and you don't know what the outcome will be, and lead through it, lead into it. So there are six integral values that you have to lean into to help you through the many, many moments where you will experience exactly what we're talking about here today. So the first thing isn't one of the values, but it's to set the expectation that Hey, yo, this is what you signed up for. This is leadership. As a parent, you're a leader. You don't get to be in a really tough season of life as a family and be like, listen, kids, I don't really know how this whole thing's going to play out. So you guys kind of do your thing until I heal, until I'm over here and like, I know exactly what the outcome is going to be. Then I'll show back up for you. That's called neglectful parenting, okay? So as a parent, you naturally rise to the occasion. You say, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go, but I know we're going to keep trying and we're going to show up for it and we're going to do it in a way that is in alignment with our values and who we're called to be and we're going to do it together. And this is the vision we have for it. And we can't predict if it's going to, we're going to hit the nail on the head this time on this date. But I can tell you right now, we're not giving up on it. We're going to keep going until we make it happen. And guess what? In the pain and the suffering of defeat, we're going to learn the lessons. We're going to pivot into something new and we're going to keep going. We're just going to freaking keep going. And I'm going to be the one to lead. I'm going to be the one at the front 
taking all the hits in the middle of the storm, protecting my people, knowing that I have a big mission and a big vision and a big destination ahead of me, and I might have to reroute. I might have to shift gears. I might have to stop to, you know, lick my wounds for a minute, but I'm not stopping for good. So you lead in the storm. That's the whole point. So when you set that expectation, I think people sometimes think like, oh, when they get into leadership role, it gets easy. It's like, no, don't become a leader if you think it's going to get easier. This is where you get challenged, right? This is where you are knighted into leadership. So the first The first value that I think is critical in leading with doubt is having humility, having humility. And this kind of goes along with the vulnerability conversation that we recently had. But when you have humility and you're facing something really hard, it means you can go to your team and say, man, this is tough, huh? Like, this is really hard. We haven't faced a challenge like this before. You know, this morning I woke up feeling anxiety around this thing, but then this is what I did to work through it. And this is how we're going to plug ahead. This is our goal and this is our vision. This is what we're pushing for, but we can face any challenge and we can do it together. So you have the humility to let your guard down, not come into every meeting being like, everything's fine, everything's good. I'm go-, And you're like falling apart behind the scenes. So you also have to have leadership humility and leadership vulnerability. You don't come in just like a weeping sore all over your people, right? You don't scare them. You don't tell like, I don't know if this is gonna work. We might fail. I was a wreck. I've been crying for a week. I haven't done any of my work because I'm too stressed. Like, that's not leadership. That's not leadership at all. But you can have the humility and the grace to come to them and say, yeah, this is tough. And here's what I'm doing about it. Will you do it with me? Hey, I really struggle with this. If you see me leaning into stress and just being neurotically in action instead of actually leading, And taking the time to work through that, hey, will you call me out on that? Because I struggle with that. What do you guys struggle with that I can help you with? So it's a conversation. It's humble. It's a necessary component of leadership. The second thing is integrity. Doing what you said you were going to do, right? It might not look the way you originally said you were going to do it because you might find a better path or a different way or you hit a roadblock. But having integrity, continuing to show up, despite what you're facing and staying true to your promises and your commitment to the vision, to the people you're leading, right? To the mission at hand and doing it all in accordance with your values. That's integrity. And this is a huge one for me and our team. It's faith. And I know that looks different for everyone. And I have the hardest time mentoring people that have no faith at all because I know in my bones that it's critical for leadership. It's critical. If you don't believe you're being guided, if you don't know that there is something greater than you facilitating possibility, if you actually believe as a leader that every single thing is on your back alone, that's suffocating. So, so often when things become too much for me emotionally, or physically, or whatever, I know I have to turn to my faith. I have to be able to say, all right, I got to remember that not everything is mine to control. And there is a force far greater than me that loves me, that is going to take us where we're called to go, even if 
They have to take us through a storm to strengthen us, to be ready for what's ahead of us. Having faith. It's a non-negotiable, in my opinion, if you, if you want to step into true leadership, full leadership. The next thing is community. Community. Are you leveraging your team? Are you keeping it from your team because you're embarrassed? Or you don't want them to be worried? This goes back to the humility piece. Bring them into it. Don't be an island. Don't be alone in this. Be supported. Allow yourself to be supported. Do you have community outside of your team? Do you have mentors and support systems or a mastermind you're a part of that you can lean on and say, hey, I'm facing this leadership challenge. Have you guys ever gone through this? This this shit's crazy. Help, right? Like that's such an important piece of leadership. All the best leaders that I admire, they were not an island. And we talked about this on the previous Monday episode that that's one of the most detrimental bad habits preventing you from stepping into your true potential as a leader is trying to go it alone. And remember, if you're looking for that support, if you're looking for not just just the business strategy, although there's a lot of it, but also the momentum that comes from being a part of a pack that are high achievers and leaders Go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash incubator, and we've got your back. Okay, the next one is vision. Vision. When you're in the thick of hard and your doubt is shaken, when I was in prep mode for camp, there were so many unknowns. I had to keep coming back to the vision of one, why we're doing this, the impact it's going to make, and two, the potential of it. Like, the beauty of this vision of why we created in the first place. And I have to remind myself, wait a minute, we didn't do this just to make money, just to have a stress-free offer in our in our lineup. Like we did this for the the vision of what this could become. And we have to walk through the first time of doing this with the pain and the suffering that comes with it in order to make it come to life, make that vision come to life. So in those times where it became really hard and my doubt really was shaken, again, that's my indicator. That's my flashing light in my car saying, yo, you got to take some time to go to your vision. Don't jump into action right now. Go to your vision. You have to lean into being a visionary as a leader. And the final one, and it's, I mean, to me, it's the summation of what leadership is. It's resilience. It's knowing that you're going to be knocked down bajillion times that that's what you signed up for and having the resilience to keep getting back up and hopefully with time getting back up quicker right each time you get knocked down get back up a little bit quicker that resilience will be one of your greatest gifts i'm at this stage now and it's funny to look back on it because i don't really notice it in the moment but like if i get a rejection or if i like something goes wrong or we lose money on something that we were like a risk we took it used to cripple me it like used to take me a week to recover emotionally i was a wreck i was so stressed now i'm like all right cool let's keep rolling it is what it is what do we learn from that what can we do better next time and it's just that resilience that you develop it's like a muscle you build as a leader So these are values, but they're also skills. They're things you put into practice. You don't have to keep going. You don't have to get back up. But if you want to be an effective leader, if you want to experience the glory of what you're pushing for, you need to be resilient. 
And you need to develop that and put it into practice. So the next time you face a challenge, become conscious of how you react, right? Do you get really reactive and really emotional and really stressed? And then do you spend a lot of time stewing on it? And then does it creep into your brain for, you can control that. You can practice your resilience. So pay attention to how you face challenges, right? Or setbacks or failures or rejection or whatever the painful thing that you navigate Pay attention and start to be conscious of it and say, okay, no, I'm actually going to handle it like this. I'm going to consciously shift my mindset, right? I'm going to get someone on the phone that's going to help me shift my mindset. I'm going to lean into that community. Humility, integrity, faith, community, vision, and resilience. There's a William Faulkner quote that I love, and it's all around the idea of inspiration. And I think sometimes in leadership, with all of these values we're talking about, you would think like inspiration is one of them, but it's not. The same way you have to lead with doubt, you have to lead without inspiration. When you're in doubt, it's hard to be inspired. You have to stay committed to the vision. You have to stay committed to your people, right? Committed to your leadership and in integrity with who you are. So this William Faulkner quote says, I only write when inspiration strikes. Fortunately, it strikes at 9 a.m. every morning right? You do the work. You don't wait to be inspired. He knows that discipline is going to trump the inspiration. And when you're disciplined for long enough, you start to become inspired, inspired by what you're doing, the impact you're making. You can lead with doubt. Don't let the doubt fester. Leverage the tools you have, the people you have to support you and to pull you up out of it so that you can step into your next level of leadership, but you don't get to pause leadership just because you're a little bit shaken. That's par for the course. What do you need to do to ground yourself, to come back to your vision, to become inspired? It's going to be in the work. It's going to be in living with these values, humility, integrity, faith, community, vision, and resilience. Okay, thanks for tuning in. If this inspired you, if this supported you, please take a screenshot, share it, tag us. We're trying to get the word out and support more and more people, more and more leaders like you to do incredible work in the world. And if you haven't yet, will you please leave a review? Preferably a five-star, but I want it to be honest. It helps us so much in the development of the podcast and bringing on amazing guests. And as always, thank you for tuning in. We'll talk soon. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.